0: I came out the, the second day I was there, I came out, and after I came out... Welcome everyone and pull up a seat at the table. It is lunchtime in Rome. Tonight is episode 126 entitled How Other Stories Affect Ours. Last week we talked about how certain emotional needs clash with our hurts and emotional, and the emotional needs we have ourselves. This week we will be discussing how other stories affect ours. What does the impact of other stories have on our lives and how can Should we deal with it? Pull up a chair at the table and join us. First time listeners can subscribe on your favorite podcast app or listen directly on lunchtimeinrome.com. While there, you can take our relational needs questionnaire. Make sure to follow us on all social media. And if you can, give us a five star review. Jay,
1: what specifically is this podcast about? (laughs) No matter who you are at some point in time in your life, you will feel alone. Being alone is as bad as anything gets. If things are great, but you feel alone, they're not as good as they could be. And if things are bad and you're alone, well things just got so much worse. There's a Bible verse, Romans 12:15, which states, "Rejoice with those who rejoice. Mourn with those who mourn." That is how you keep people from feeling alone, and what this podcast is all about. Each week we go over what's good or bad in our lives, along with some food talk, to model rejoicing and mourning, and then we hit the main topic. So while it may not be 12.15 in Rome, we're treating it like it is (gasps) lunchtime Lunchtime in Rome. Rome. Breathy
2: Brian Rome. (laughs) It's good to be with you guys uh, this week. Um, So apologies to anybody in the facebook crowd that joins us uh here uh, i can see uh a few people are tuning in uh facebook changed up the layout for our live broadcast so Son of a- if i if i miss something i apologize um but i can see comments and i'll try to stay on top of it so it's
1: just you don't see them as brightly and as boldly yeah, it's
2: just not in the same place and i just i i want to make sure
1: yeah we're calling an audible.
2: Thanks, Techie J. In the appreciate
1: middle. Appreciate it. It's um, more like eyesight J. Yeah,
2: but more people are tuning in, and I appreciate that. Yeah, what's up? Um, so, good and bad. Good and bad for Eric. We'll do bad first. Model rejoicing in morning. So. We'll start with morning. <laughs> <laughs> so, we've had some weather. We've had some weather happen. Didn't notice. Uh, <laughs> and I'm sure there's people down south that are experiencing much worse than we are up here, but. Out we'll, west. Right.
1: They said today, the I'm f- interrupting you. I don't care. <laughs> on the radio today, they were like, you know, it's our, country, our country is so divided that even like half the even country though, is even on the fire. weather. <laughs> yeah. Half the country. Too wet. <laughs>
2: even the weather is. Meteorologically uh, speaking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, in our backyard, we had. Oh, yeah. We have these three trees. Mm-hmm. Um, which is now? Really four trees. The, the one furthest back has a smaller tree kind of growing out right next to it. But. You wouldn't even really know that unless you're down there. Um, so the middle tree in the row, goes like one, two, three in a row, the middle tree uprooted and has tipped over into the furthest tree out back. Oh, so it is leaning at the top. And it has also started to uproot No, that tree. Both of them. Yeah. Which I'll, I'll say that the silver lining is it could all just go. And then we're fine. Because like well, there's, your fence, no, there's your fence, nothing there's the fence gets taken. The fence is there, but whatever. Right. Like we can rebuild a fence. That's not a big deal. But like that would be kind of the best case scenario for like if it would all just fall down. We got right. fire, we got firewood till twenty forty five. At least. Go ahead, government. Shut off your power. <laughs> yeah, right. I got I got I got power. Um so there's that but we got an estimate today we only Mm. got one estimate so far we are seeking out other estimates you need to
1: and they always say go with one right take the the highest right (laughs) but to take all
2: four trees out grind the stump let us guess but i will well brian already knows so okay okay. jay it's gonna be you um to take all four trees out grind the stump stones but leave the wood Mm
1: -hmm.
0: leave the wood
2: leave the wood because like you know i'll move it you just like cut it up and just put it where 33. it
1: Thirty-three
2: fifty. Oh, keep going. Really? <laughs> keep going. I thought I ruined it by guessing
1: too high. <laughs> no,
2: dude. I hope it's thirty-three fifty at the end of the day. Six. Keep going. It's not more than ten. No, eight. Yep, eight grand, bro. I dude, and that's what I'm saying. I'm hoping that they're just overbidding because the guy really just doesn't, doesn't want, want the to job, it. which is fine. That's fine. Yeah, but fine. it's an easy job. And, but see, the thing is, our yard. You know, our yard. We have. It's hard to get equipment down there, but we got our great neighbors, uh, Jordan and Ruby, who, via text, are willing to have us. Like, if if we need to use their yard to get equipment down there, you know, like bigger equipment to help. The yeah, like big equipment's I, the grinder. Or can I order. say something?
1: Yeah, I'll do it for seven. <laughs> no,
0: no. Like it should be half of that. And if that dude, if, if, if you would be just a guy that would be like, yeah, go ahead and do it, yeah, and you're gonna pay him eight grand, that he's bumping your head, yeah, he's bumping your head, and he should he should have just come in if he doesn't want the job, he could have just come in and said, I'm not gonna take this job, sure, I don't want this job, but he's yeah. gonna he's leaving that window open for you to be a sucker, right? And I think that's to make all the money. money.
2: Oh yeah, there's so, no totally. way in hell you should go with this. Totally, guy. totally, totally. I'm, I'm or girl, I don't know who I'm they are. You.
1: It's yeah. or
2: I won't, I won't disclose their name. But whatever. Um, and that's that's my bad. It's it is what it is, and we're dealing with that. Um, there's
0: people in North Korea being eaten alive. So there's
1: much worse going Did on. Did you right. call the homeowners so they could tell you it's not covered under homeowners? Well, I, I know it's not oh, covered. that's a past Yeah, I know it's not covered on many levels. Yeah. Um, but. I mean, uh, like I guess it has to fall on your house for it to be a problem? Right. It has to fall on some like so in the our fence?
2: Old, actually what's what's interesting an eight thousand dollar fence. But in our old mm. house we did have some damage done to our <laughs> fence in our backyard. And the rule was like if you could fit a if you if you couldn't fit a pencil between the structure and your house, it counted towards your homeowner's insurance. So since our fence was, like, attached... Be- wait, wait, wait. Between the structure and your house? What do you mean by that? Like, the fence and the house. Whatever structure is attached to your house. So, well, like it has fence, to be attached. It oh. has to be attached. So, like, our fence was attached to the house. So, then oh. our fence was covered under our homeowners insurance. So, sure. if the so pencil that,
1: drops out... That part oh, of the, the fence was else. covered
0: by your house. It was connected yeah. to your house. But then where the tree fell was, like, on the other side of the f- no, but as long as this fence is attached to us We had damage to our see, fence I that see. was done which, by storm. Which was damaged we, to your house. Right. And
2: we could make a claim. And then we had somebody come out, and they made it great. Um, <laughs> so that's the bad. The good is Maggie turned three yesterday. Yes. And she is, man, she wow. is
0: three. I feel like she, like, <laughs> being here tonight, like, yeah. you know when I walked in, you guys, she was like, she's got the
1: zoomies. Oh, like, man. you guys leveled up. Uh, like, was, she leveled
2: up. She was. And I, I really appreciated how interactive she was with you um because she's been hesitant because mm. you're not over here all the time but mm-hmm. you know she's familiar with you um and i was a- appreciative of how well she took to you like immediately like she was all about telling you about her birthday party coming mm-hmm. up and you know things going on showed with, me a room you know yeah showed you a room that mm-hmm. was awesome that's cool yeah um so we had a great day yesterday it was just the three of us amy and I, amy's already off but i took the day off and we went to the zoo and then it started raining so then we came home and then we went back out went to target got ice cream and we just had a great day It was just a good family day and um and three's about the first cognitive birthday Yeah, mm-hmm. she's she's very much putting together cognitive thoughts mm-hmm. um and, and and just kind of chaining things together um In her, the way she talks and whatnot. Well, but I'm
1: saying, like, at two, you're like, yay, party, gifts, but I don't know why. But at three, it's like, oh, it's my birthday. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She knows it's her birthday. She knows there's a
2: party on Saturday. Like, you know, she's, yeah, she's aware. She's very much
1: aware. Right. Um, You threatening her with it? No. Ah, that's good parenting right there. Hey, if you don't don't go to bed. Call that party uh, off. No party. (laughs) Call
0: that party off.
1: I might
2: do that tonight if she wakes up at 3 30 again uh, and i have to sleep she, also, didn't, she didn't go so bad yeah she woke up last night and uh she didn't go back to bed for like an hour and a half and i'm just laying in her room with her and like she's just tossing and turning. you gotta get away from that
1: i mean i join you and everything Dude, I know. else
2: i know you gotta get out that room bro well i will say this the one thing i do rejoice in is that we are putting our foot down. Like she's not sleeping in our bed. Like
1: that is absolutely you can't not do gonna, that. Yeah, I can't nope. do that. This podcast is over at that point.
2: But anyway, <laughs> anyway, she's turning three. It's she's so much fun, and uh, yeah, she's just so excited to watch the joy on her face of all
1: the birthday stuff. Is is just so much fun, man. I celebrate that because a lot of times it's oh, she's tough, and she is tough. But the fact that it was just a good day, man, that's exciting for me. What is good is uh, our good friend Mark, who is uh, sitting at the table more often than we know. It was kind of funny one day I was talking to him, and he's for those of you who aren't regulars, he's a guy that I met on our disc golf course at the church, and we become yeah. good friends and really interesting else. guy. And I and I met with him, and he was like, "Well, you don't even really know me," and I was like, "What are you talking about?" I said, it's, "You know, two months." He goes, "All right, I mean." I know you really well from listening to all the podcasts. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Oh, well, yeah, that's true. You probably know me a lot more than I know you, but he uh, brought in a professional disc golfer to do a seminar. And I got a private lesson with the guy. So, and it was so much fun. Yeah. But the, so that's all good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But the goodest (laughs) is we were going to play with him, you know, after the seminar and, I just never put it together that the people that came to see this guy's clinic and to get his autograph and everything else would be following us as we played. Hmm. And as the story goes, and you guys know this, but Chris came to carry my bag for me. But then one guy just to be there. Yeah, just to be there. Right. Just to to meet the guy, watch him disc golf. But the one guy that um, was going to play with us didn't. And I was like, Chris, you got your bag? He's like, yep. And Chris, by the way, not with us tonight, but he's with us in uh, Spirit? Mm-hmm. Nah. Um, so I'm like, go get your bag, man. And so then we go, and it occurs to me, Philo is the guy's name. Well, he's a pro. Mm-hmm. So he's going to play from the pro tees, mm-hmm. which are very difficult. And I'm like, well, that's that's interesting. And what course are you at? Deer Lakes. How many times have you played the pro tees? Oh, that would be one. Was well, it May? Zero. <laughs> Zero. Zero. <laughs> And I mean, it's my best score there ever is even par from the white tees. Yeah. Which was an accomplishment. Yeah. What I also didn't realize is those people would want to watch Philo play. So we had like 20 to 25 people watching us play. Because I mean, how many times like in Pittsburgh?
2: Never. How many times you get to do this opportunity? It's so awesome. Oh, what do you mean? to like come and watch a pro play oh, right. at one of your local courses play, i was okay. going with yeah well was that, that but i mean
1: even like just getting to watch philo play like that when you disc yeah. golf yeah you can play and not see a soul mm-hmm. let alone have anybody watch you, <laughs> have a gallery let alone have a literal <laughs> right. gallery right that's gotta be weird 25 20 people but here's why it was good and it was my good for the week we're standing on the first tee. Philo is talking about how tough this hole is. Now, I remember this one. And it's very small gap that you got And you're hit. starting at number, number one. Woods, number 11. Number 11. Number 11 Into your legs. Par three goes into the woods. Yep. But we're way back and to the right. So you actually have 150 feet before oh, you even get right. to the woods. Yes. So you might just throw it. You know, I'm standing and I'm standing there and I'm holding the disc in my hand. And I'm like, I know exactly where this is going. I wasn't nervous. I was juiced. I was mm-hmm. so pumped up. Oh, that's such a good place to be. I played in three. To- I had three tournament matches this summer, and I was so nervous for each one. Yeah, and I didn't want to fail, and I didn't want to get killed, and I didn't want to. You know, I have everything to lose in this moment in some degree because nobody else is playing. They're just watching me. Mm-hmm. Who am I to be playing with Philo Brathwaite? And I got up there and it was so, hilarious. every shot I'm, so I threw my first shot and it was right where I was aiming and I was so pumped, that uh, it kind of went up and hit a tree. So I threw too high Yeah, and it dropped right at the entrance of the woods. So now I'm basically in front of the white tees where I normally tee off from. There you go. It's not a bad place to be, but I stood there and I'm like, oh yeah, I'll just flick a side arm and I threw it. Unbelievably perfect, and like people cheered. They're like, "Oh yeah, it's gonna be a good par," and I was like, "Yeah, that's right, it's a good par." Everybody's like, "Is this guy semi-pro?" Like, right. And <laughs> so, just with every throw I made, I was like, with with the more crowd and everything else, except for a couple times when I was doing. The things he taught me to do, which therefore I wasn't as confident in. Right. It was just so. I had so much confidence. I was. I was just juiced and energized. Confidence is such an
0: amazing thing, isn't it? As, a, a, f- as an athlete, as a competitor. Yeah. We. We. I mean, there's studies on it. Like, it's such an amazing thing. It is a fickle date. Yeah. Oh, it is very fickle. <laughs> she will leave you. <laughs> she will, <laughs> oh, leave you will leave you. leave <laughs> you.
1: Oh man, Lady Luck like the uh, frank sinatra song indeed so that was awesome and fun and that chris was literally peeing his pants <laughs> I mean, was yeah. he wearing his his, his uh, hat i don't think he had the hat Maybe oh, that's why man. he was too nervous to have the hat. i mean and that also was a little bit of a benefit to me that chris and mark with other two people playing mm-hmm. and they are they should be much more nervous mm-hmm. than me and certainly follow whatever but um yeah mark was okay but chris was just peeing his pants and he made some good <laughs> shots and it was fine and we all had a good time i would have been so nervous well i don't know so the bad is uh i am i get a phone call this afternoon from jan jan jan, jan, jan. jan. thank you yeah and that somebody's left a message from the church do you know the chef brian i don't and he, she plays the message for me and it's the southern lady and she said i want you to know that i'm not going to give you my name or my number but somebody from your church called me and they're threatening me and they're being rude to me and they said they're going to call the marshals on me and that is no way for a church to act and I just thought you needed to know that if in fact you are a church I don't know all this I I, I know where this is going Yeah, Amy, Amy mentioned something so she said that we got another message from a, an older man similar story and we're like what are we in Texas <laughs> well not even that but like <laughs> We only have one phone in the church, mm-hmm. and it's, it's locked in the office, mm-hmm. and yeah. it's nobody. right? And I said, well, I don't know the technology, but somebody scammed somebody. And we did have somebody, speaking of trees and mm-hmm. fences, right. that did threaten the church. Could have been a little vindication. Said It literally said to Laurie Ann, eye for an eye. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, okay. You know, but I just started laughing, and Jan's like, what are you laughing at? And I said, well, we've had three problems in the last two months. Mm-hmm. Somebody was mad that Jan wouldn't share her theology with her with him over the <laughs> phone when she is yep. the phone answering administrator. The guy who we offered to pay is deductible, even though we didn't have to. He got real when mad. When a tree fell on his fence. Right. right, mm-hmm. That his insurance paying for. And now this. Right. And I said, we're clearly under attack. Right. And I said, what a great random attack. Mm. And it was absolutely wonderful. So I made a Facebook post. Put it on every Penhills Hills website except for the one that Eric uh, got me kicked out of uh, because he promoted the podcast. And the next week, I promoted the podcast. You're welcome. So they banned me for life. <laughs> what Penhills Hills website? Uh, Facebook post. Facebook yeah. group. Well, it's fa- It's I don't know. <laughs> Facebook. It's uh, Anyhow. So, yeah. I was allowed to ask to be uh, brought back in. Mm-hmm. I chose not to be. Mm-hmm. But then somebody shared it. Mike McCoy. Or, uh, Mike oh, McCoy. or Mike. Oh, yeah, McCoy. dude. Mike's awesome. He I texted it. him today, actually. He shared it on that page. Hope he doesn't get kicked out. <laughs> Which it is the biggest. But anyhow. Yeah. So that's bad in that it's a hassle, but it's just so obvious like that it's just mm-hmm. trying to get under our skin, and I'm not going to let it. Like, whatever. Right. yeah. And I I mean, bless their heart. The thing is, if two people called us, mm-hmm. it's not two people got phone calls. I mean, what is it? one percent of people might make a phone call like oh how right. many yeah. people received yeah, yeah. a threatening phone call mm-hmm. so jan looked into it she called verizon they sent her to the legal and she had to leave all the numbers because the poor lady i'm not going to leave my number well you did with the caller id ma'am i'm very sorry so it's 2021 we but um what's the purpose of that just just well, harass heidi her? said she's heard of that before mm-hmm. And it's some international scam thing. I don't know the message. Like maybe they said, unless you press this, or I don't mm-hmm, know. Right. Deposit but, twenty. Bitcoin. I, I feel and, like it's almost yeah. like
0: the 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 calls I've been getting about. Oh, your warranty is about to expire. Duquesne and Light offering dude, you
1: your fifty dollars uh, rebate. Somebody for your sending you somebody sending Bella you a snail mail
0: letter <laughs> in yeah. response to something that you had in the paper. I didn't get that. I did. Oh, I'm not going to talk about it. Right.
1: So. Sign, your, sign your
0: name to stuff. Like, if, if you're going to say something, sign what your you're name talking to stuff. About. That's what I'm talking about. Put your uh, name on If you're going to send a letter to people rebutting something, that's, sign yeah. your name to it. Don't be a coward. Like, let's have a discussion. Um, anyways.
1: If you're going to steal some church's phone number, put Ex- your name on it. That's what I'm saying. Right. That way you won't get caught. <laughs> right. <laughs> food wise, which you didn't mention. Oh, food. I will. I'll come back to me after you. I'm just excited. I'm going to go home tonight and have a, buffalo, a bison ribeye. It's Ooh. been in the sous vide interesting. Right, since okay. about three this afternoon, I found them at Aldi, but they're it's a rare find. You found bison at Aldi? I did. It was a special, but it was fourteen ninety nine a pound. Never to be seen at Penhills Hills Aldi ever again. And which I, which <laughs> Aldi was it?
0: The which one do you go to? Salzburg or the shopping center? Shopping center. Okay.
1: And I picked one up, and I was like, yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna pay fourteen ninety nine a pound. Nor is anybody else. Came by two days later, they were fifty percent off. I took all four. <laughs> 750 a pound i'll pay that for bison that's good so we'll find out later tonight if i got a deal
2: so i did buy steak tips from sam's yes and i put them in the sous vide yes you did on monday today's wednesday yeah yeah and uh it's a long time it is a long time over 24 i've heard is scary well and i looked it up i actually after you said that i looked it up and Everybody says like it's all kind of to your own taste. So if you want to go like like it's like an it's like <laughs> an experiment. If you want to go, you know, Take more it than to 24 the edge. hours, right? The limit does not exist. And I will say this. So I went to the danger zone. Maybe. When I when I got them out, I threw a couple in the cast iron and then I vacuum sealed and put the rest in the sous vide. The ones that are on the the cast I don't know how you could eat them. I didn't even finish it. Like I ate one and I was like my jaw hurts. Mm. And oh,
1: before the sous
2: right? Well, there's certain cuts you can't do that, right? But so, but I did, but but to to that point, like I didn't even like cook them, like I cooked them to one thirty, like they were like medium rare, right? You know, like they weren't, you know, but well you took done. them from
1: raw to right. cast iron, right? Well, they got to break the fibers down. It's a tough. Cut. I cooked it
2: slowly, like it wasn't like a uh, for how, a, how many hours
1: <laughs> on the cast so,
2: iron. So anyway moving forward to the sous vide upon this 48 hours <laughs> pretty much and they look weird like when you when you take them out they look weird i mean like well they didn't look too weird to me they look pretty edible and when you take them right out of the sous vide they like they're like gray gray brown mm. and then they're like pink in the middle so it's like this weird it's like a weird look but then when you start breaking it apart it's like okay this looks like steak um and then I thought they were great. They he just, gave a disclaimer.
0: He's like, "Listen, like he came in all chagrined. Like, listen, <laughs> look, you don't. Ha- I have a backup. We'll make omelets if you don't like it. Yeah, dude, they were so good. That it did end up good, man. We did a meatball. You know, we had the mm-hmm. the the. Tips. I had
2: meat. I had sour cream. Was I made? made a, a I made a cream, sauce. cheese. Yeah, cheese man, sauce. Look at you. Some banging, guacamole. Because. I, I won't.
0: Home. I won't be. I won't be hungry until tomorrow. I'm telling. That's you. That's the thing
2: about carnival. Like
0: man, it's so good. I'm so full good. right now.
1: Before we get to Brian and I celebrate your tri tip or whatever it was. No, wait. Hang on. Hold oh, I don't point. know if
2: I would go that long again. Right,
1: thirty six maybe.
2: Right. Like, sure. Like I'll go overnight. Sure. I'll, I will go overnight oh, for, for sure. sure. Like and
0: maybe from a presentation standpoint. Like I feel like the the texture and right. It was it was great. Even to like eat. like a
2: morning to the next night. Sure, I would do that. Sure, for sure, for sure. Do you
0: think that would eliminate the like the grayness when you take it out? You think yeah, it would be more it, presentable? It could prob-
2: yeah, it could probably help with that.
0: I mean, I just wanted to eat it.
1: So. I mean, it ended up tasting great. Yeah before we go further and before we hit brian's uh my man dan brooks pastor dan they call him you guys will remember him for when he was working on the gas line at church he was the guy that could sing that sat right behind me yes yes Yes. that's my man dan brooks heck yeah and he's encouraging us talking about you know expect the tax when you're doing good work right Uh, i will have you know that he is recovering right now and by recovering i mean in the midst of a covid Ah. uh experience it was pretty scary Mm. for him Mm. yeah and uh just want to let you know dan that we are with you and i'm proud of you and how your faith has been strong in this process and you have used it um you have not hidden from it and i've been following you on facebook i commented the other night but uh you were never far from our thoughts and you were definitely not alone yeah that's awesome so speaking of being alone sometimes we have to go away on business trips Yes, we do,
0: and those really, they can be really tough. Um, you know, for me, like even before I started all this, all this traveling and everything that I've done over the past three years, um, there was a lot of romanticism about. Oh man, you know, hotels and meals and all this stuff, and it's fun. Per diems. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 fun, but for I'm three years into it now, and I'm I'm at the point where it's like, man. <laughs> i come back from these things so exhausted you know mm. and because you're on all the time i mean when you when you're there you're doing a job right sometimes people take you out you know and it's just you you have it and there's, you've got to be on when you're out you're representing
2: your company like yeah like it's yeah yeah
0: um so th- this past week last week i missed the podcast because i was in baltimore and um so this is this is going to be my bad um it was a, it was a tough trip. Um, I mean, the the people were great. Like the cu- the customer I was at was great. Um, the the ladies that I was with were just really really nice. They absorbed a lot. They were professional. Yeah. Um. And, and just really took to the training. But it's a grind. Like even stuff that I know really well, you're just grind. Like all day you're talking. You're you're on right. And yeah. um. And it's and it's fun. It's fun. It's but. It's also why they pay you. That's why. That's why they pay me. I mean, work is work, right? Sure. I'm not delivering water anymore, but that's that's a tough gig still, you know. Um, and then you like, then you go out. You know, some sometimes you go out, and um, I, I was out one night. I went out to. to uh, I got some. And and one thing I will say, this t- kind of ties in with my food, is this is really the first time I've been out where I really tried to concentrate on trying to eat mostly carnivore. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was like, all right, I got to pass this kind of restaurant. Um, I got to take the bread off of this Chick-fil-A. You know what I mean? Like, because they, they brought in lunch. One night I went out for dinner to a sports bar and I got a rack of ribs and I'm just eating these ribs and they're pretty good, but I'm scraping off all the barbecue sauce. You if,
1: I, if you're not full carnivore... Dude, I mean, I'll whatever go on. Well, go but on, I mean, on. like there was it's a lot. It's gonna be an hour like, before we even get to the top. Oh, so I know. I'm so
0: I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to get through this. Well, so. I
1: could stop interrupting you, help you.
0: <laughs> So I'm, I'm eating my ribs, and then there's a guy next to me. He's just mumbling to himself, and, oh. and it's 6:30 at night, and you can just tell like he's had way too much already. Yeah. And another dude gets in his face, and he's looking at the girl. Just trying to eat my ribs. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to eat my ribs, and then these people are about to fight, and it's all ridiculous. Um, so there's that, and then. I came out the the second day i was there i came out and after i came out of working it was in so like in the afternoon it would have been tuesday night or i'm sorry wednesday night i came out and there's a giant ding in the side of my rent-a-car uh. um and it looked worse than it was like i scraped away like you know i, I did the whole uh, tongue and like you know <laughs> it's, it's, and a lot of it came off but there was still a pretty big ding and i'm like man i rented this car it all that all ended up to be fine Good. it was yeah it was fine but still you know stress yeah it's like i don't like when i it, if it's not my property i want to bring it back in better shape than i found it that's you know sometimes it just doesn't happen but then the kicker was on my way out of town it was my last day the i was i finished up at the job and um i forgot my headphones at my hotel so i went back to the hotel and when i when i was there at the hotel for the, the couple of days bef- before I left, you know, while I was there, there was this old, older guy, but like not super old. You could just tell he didn't take care of himself, right? He whatever this,
1: age he is was a rough, it was a really rough,
0: was. right? Like he had this big long beard and his beard was all yellow, you know, so probably a lot of smoking. And every time I saw him around the hotel, he was sleeping, like he was, he was dozing or sleeping, just didn't look good. Mm. And so when I came and I when I left that morning to go to the job, I checked out. I didn't think I was going to be back to the hotel. This guy was like laying on a bench outside of the hotel. Um So and I thought he worked there because he had a lanyard on. And um so when I went back to get my headphones, I got my headphones from lost and found. And but when I pulled into the parking lot,
1: I mean, uh, the box, not the pharmacy. The what right? lost and found. Oh, yes. Yes. Okay. Cause I was like, you bought your headphones at Lost no, and Found Pharmacy? No, the Lost and Located Found, found at, the,
0: at the, hotel. Got it. Um, the cleaning people found it. They put it in Lost and Found. But when I got back to the hotel before I went in, I noticed this guy like slumped against a tree and just like in a really unnatural way. His pants were down around his butt, you know, like it, he just looked bad, like yeah. crumpled one arm under. So I walked in, I got my headphones and I, but I told the manager, I said, I think one of your employees is, is is passed out against the tree outside? I described the guy. He's like, oh, he's not an employee. He's he he was a he was here um, as a resident the past two nights, and he wanted to get um, a room tonight. I told him we couldn't get one. Uh, you know, we were too booked. I don't know what's going on with him. There's really nothing I can do about it. And so I said, "Okay, fine." So I went outside, and here somebody had called the the medics, and like this guy's being worked on. They're doing chest compressions, mm. and like the guy's blue as the ocean, you know. And like, wow. um, so they lift him up onto the the, uh, the the stretcher, and I mean, he's just flopping around. And I was like, "This guy's dead." I just I just saw somebody die right in front of me. Goodbye, Baltimore. Like I got to get out of here because mm. uh, you know, just like besides the job, it was just bad juju. You know, yeah. like bad vibes.
1: Yeah, like you can feel it. You can. You like, can. not to be overly spiritual. Not but at all. You're like no, the first time right I went here. to
0: San Francisco, we drove over the Bay Bridge, got into San Francisco, and I like I got to chill. I was like, Ugh. and this is like twenty years ago when it was still before it got really bad. Yeah, right. and, and same kind of a thing. Like you just realize, like uh, there's a lot going on here right now, and it's probably better if I just leave. Which I was able to do, and I got home fine. But it was just like, man, that that's that's a rough way to to you right, know like leave. How's a, the trip? Geez. Just saw somebody die, <laughs> right? Wow! But
1: um, that's crazy,
0: dude. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's
2: crazy.
0: Just, and like, like, and you like, just go
1: the, like, what do you do with that? Like, cause yeah, when they do chest compressions, what do it? What do you? That's do? ugly. What was the
0: like? Why did I forget my headphones? Why did I have to go back to the hotel? Why did I see that? Because well, none of that could happen. And it's not like the movies. Like, no no and and i knew a medic i knew i knew an emt one time and he's like when they do chest compress like when we do chest compressions we're pretty much breaking people's ribs like you're just going through the the, the rib cage like well, you're gonna do some damage
2: there's that and like once they're doing like once they're doing cpr the like the chances of you coming the, back right exactly right. the chances are not as good as they are in the movies right so they threw the
0: guy in the thing they shoved him in the back of the thing and and they were gone and it's like
1: you what know, do I do with that? What do I do with that? So that? Wow. you
0: know, I I just shoved it down, and I get more angry, and now I'm just. No, that's what you used to. Do. Um, so that was the bad. The good would be all right. This is a golden good. Just so happy about this one. Remember how I I've talked about blowing my quad out, um, yes. throwing Ethan, and I was never going to do that again. Um, <laughs> I did I did it again on Sunday. Um,
1: well, you said he was going to get one more.
0: Well. I'm I wanted him to get one more. And then I felt the pain in my leg. Like, remember how bad I was on yes. vacation? I was like, was I'm embarrassing. I, I just, can't I know. it was pretty bad. It was bad. But Rachel and I were talking about it on, on Sunday morning. She's like, I can't remember who, we were talking with somebody else about it too. And so I went home. I was like, I got to do this. I'm feeling okay. I got to do this. I got to have the one more. So I asked Ethan, I was like, wow. do you want, can I throw you one more time? And he's yeah. like, yeah, I really want to do that. Aww. I was like, great. So we went up and um, like, I was like, bud, you know, I, I really hurt myself. Like, I don't want to do it again. about 30 pounds real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't want to do it again. So we got to be careful. I was like, but if the first time we do it is not good, I will try to throw you again. Yeah. So the what first time on? I threw him, it wasn't good. We mm. did it again. I was fine. I, I did not hurt myself again. Good. So that's a really, that's really awesome. good. You got good. that
1: mini closure.
0: I got it. He got it yeah because i told him i was like buddy this is really significant to me and um, he he, and then the last good dude the nandy and the foo fighter thing we we don't have time to get into it let's link that yeah yeah let's link that um my my food would have been down in baltimore while i did not have a great experience in baltimore i had really good food down there i went to the bonefish grill Mm -hmm. which there's it's a chain yeah we have one out here i think it's in um moon no it's it's out that way somewhere carnegie or okay i think
2: it's on the bike trail
0: Okay. Well, I had a Haddock... stuffed with shrimp and crab oh that sounds delightful it was so good i mean there was like sauce on it so it wasn't like true carnivore but she's like she's like what do you want for your two sides i was like i don't want any sides she's like Another You're still one. gonna you're still gonna pay the same price i was like i don't i don't want any sides and then i ate it and about 20 minutes later i'm like can i have a steak and it's you know it's all company <laughs> money <laughs> but like, so but i ate and it was delicious it was yeah. such good fish and then i had the steak too so that's that surf and turf bro mm-hmm. it is really that's good. Surf
1: and Surf and Surf right. and <laughs> right. That's my favorite surfing. and turf. fantastic That's and actually, no, I think I would like Surf and Surf and Surf and Turf and Turf.
0: Dude, some, some of my favorite Surf and Surf and Surf and Turf is at the beach when you make it.
1: Oh, you're oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And that's what's awesome is when you have good food, you're hanging around the table with people that you like, the good people stories. that like you, and everything is good. And that's how life always is. 100%. <laughs> yep. Except it's not. No. And very often we come across people who leave us. Feeling alone. And we've been, for these last three weeks, been talking about really being alone and why does it happen and what do we do with it and what are some of the other underlying things that cause it. And last week we talked about those people. Those people that just drive us insane. The people Mm -hmm. that just grind our gears. Every cliche you want to make. Every colloquialism. And we talked about their emotional needs what they're trying to get from you, how it clashes with your emotional needs and how things just don't work out and how that interacts. Well, this week we're looking at that those same people who constantly hurt your feelings, leave you feeling alone. You do not want to spend time with them. That icky feeling you're talking about with Baltimore and San Francisco mm-hmm. happens every time you're in their presence,
0: mm-hmm.
1: if not actively Just negative emotions, not just a general sense, but like they make me feel terrible. Mm -hmm. And what's interesting and to prove my point for today's topic, which is how those people, how their story is what's affecting you Mm -hmm. is last week. I gave an example and I said, I asked for, uh, on, we all did on Facebook and, and our different social medias and said, Hey, what type of person bothers you general? I don't want names. We got a bunch. Probably had 15 people respond. This bothers me. This bothers me. These type of people bother me. It bothers me. People say this and that and the other thing. This week, who has bothered you? What type of person bothered you? But then you heard their story and your opinion changed. One person. Mm-hmm. Good old. Aunt Phil. Our superstar at the table every oh, week. I
2: love Aunt Phil.
1: Aunt Phil, she gave us a story. And we're going to go into that in about a minute. So what does that tell us? People don't bother people. No, we found out last week people bother people. Mm-hmm. So what was the second part of the question? That you then found out their story and it changed your viewpoint of them. Mm-hmm. And so I believe and not to get to the end at the beginning. Part of the, the uh, lesson here is we don't know people's stories. Yeah. And so, we, oh, who bothers you? Oh, I'll give you 15 names. You want alphabetical top 10? Do you want to buy geography or what? Okay, who have you actually gotten to see a different perspective by hearing what their story is? So that's what we're going to go into tonight is the story. Would you share uh, Aunt Phyllis's story or shall I do that very quickly while you do that? Do you have it? I do not. Ah, could you get up real quick on our post from today? Yes, 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 yes. And what we're going to do is revisit what these hurts are. Anyhow, we, if you want, if you haven't heard us talk about the cup yet, you need to go look at the emotional cup, because what happens is our hurts in our life build up, and they don't they don't go anywhere good. They go to fear, anger, guilt, self condemnation, and then eventually negative behaviors come out of them. Um, Might be on my page, right? Um, and so for some people. They end up, that's how we have our needs, because our needs that are not met or needs that are taken from us. So people's stories is their hurts. I mean, it's also the good things, but then all of a sudden what comes out of the top of their cup are things that we don't like. And very often it's they're, they're grasping to have those needs met. They're grasping to keep those needs, uh, those hurts from happening again. And it results in negative behaviors, which negatively impact us a great example is aunt phyllis
2: and aunt phyllis says i used to work with someone and we became really good friends we shared the same birthday and we were the same age on her birthday i bought her a candle and she became so angry at me and things she said to and the things she said to
1: me really hurt my feelings okay stop right there okay that is a typical example of just here's somebody i thought i knew i thought everything was cool not only share the same, like they literally, apparently share the same birth mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. She buys her a gift, not a gift. She makes a special recognition of the birthday mm-hmm. and the lady flips out on her. Right. Well, what? Man. Right. Doesn't make any sense. That's it. I'm done with you. I thought I knew you. Right. I my say, Hey, Phyllis's sense of security gone. Mm-hmm. We were close. Now right. we're not. I can't trust you. I don't know who you are. Sense of belonging. But by the grace of God alone, she has a bell go off in the back of her head, and she finds out that this woman was or person
2: was in a fire and forgot about that. So I apologize for getting her the candle as as and, I walked and, and I walked away and I walked away in tears. I thought it was I was doing something nice and instead i brought back some really bad memories Ugh! wow that makes wow. my heart hurt so bad wow so it, it makes my the,
0: heart hurt for the lady
2: i don't know of the, a better the, example no of what what we're talking about tonight
1: right that's crazy and and thankfully and the 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 only reason why it's not the ultimate perfect example is she already knew the story if she would have mm, said right. hey can you help me understand why mm. did that make you so mad you know but poor Phyllis goes from not being appreciated to then feeling like she's the one that did something wrong mm-hmm. and feeling even worse about that. That's just a whole lot of bad. All because of this lady's story. Yeah. And she didn't do any. I mean, much as I know, I don't believe <sighs> the woman started the own fire. Right. But this poor lady's in a fire. That's part of her story. And so any kind of open flame freaks her out. Yeah. And this,
0: this woman probably thought it was spiteful like oh you knew I was in a fire so let, let me
1: you got me a candle or you didn't care to remember right Man. and so out of nowhere so levels. comes this turmoil that if uh. we don't focus on their story if we don't know their story mm-hmm. all of a sudden we're just hurt this first occurred to me and I have to be a little bit honest here um, when I was being trained at the Center for Relational Care in Texas and this was probably my oh no I was in Atlanta at this point, but they're from Texas. doesn't matter. Rachel and I have already been trained. We went back, got trained again. Now I'm doing individual training in Atlanta. And I happened to meet the founder of the company, he and his wife. He's the president, the founder of the of the organization, and his wife. And I don't know why, but we're sitting alone in a room. Like, I don't know if each person got some time with them or whatever. <laughs> Full disclosure, and I, if, you're, if you're children, you know, everybody gathers around as a family. To listen to the lunchtime and room right. podcast, right. it's very common. <laughs> they said, "Do you have any questions?" And I had somebody in mind, and I said, "Yeah, I mean, I get this all the emotional needs stuff and hurts and everything else, but like," and I had somebody in mind. And I said, Could sometimes like can a lady just like be a bitch?" Hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right i said to the founder
2: and president
1: (laughs) of the center for relational care and his wife both at i don't know at this point 65 years old Mm -hmm. they looked at me so long (laughs) and so sadly Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and finally the wife just went
0: no you'd been through training oh yeah i'm I'm deep
1: into training at this point but like some people in my mind i'm like no they're just terrible people right Right.
0: there's yeah there's no story there's nothing except they're just awful and
1: and like i i seriously felt like i saw a ghost and i got freezing cold speaking (laughs) of feelings, and like i think god just gave me this unbelievable amount of clarity and i went i i just don't know how their hurts have manifested themselves into the behavior that somebody who is not very considerate would deem to be a bitch Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) and they both just nodded i don't think we said another word Mm -hmm. yeah i mean like i was like all right i'm i'm just gonna i'm gonna see myself out (laughs) and i just left i've never seen them since Uh i don't i don't know maybe i got in the plane right then oh man you gotta i feel like you have to contact them
2: again like
1: Oh, you're that I'm, guy. I'm better now. I <laughs> been praying for you. I'm better now. But even myself, with all this training in that moment, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. But. Well, there's no but. Mm-hmm. Everybody has a reason for why they are. Right. Every. Yep. Who they are. And what occurred to me more recently was somebody I know, I know nobody likes. Mm-hmm. Uh, By the way, if it's anybody listening, it's not you. Trust me.
2: Is this an intervention?
1: No. So, Brian, no. (laughs) It's Chris. That's why he's not here. (laughs) And they are a thorn in a lot of people's Mm -hmm. sides. And I got to thinking about it because I know this person's story. And it breaks my heart. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. To pieces. Mm -hmm. It does not take away from the fact they're terribly abrasive. (sighs) Yep. Not that you know what I'm talking about.
0: I have I have no idea who you're talking about. 100% of an idea, but not terribly much.
1: Terribly abrasive mm-hmm. and hard to be with. And I was thinking and praying, as Ryan Lowe always says, more thinking than praying. <laughs> it's what comes out of the top of his cup. Mm-hmm. Their unmet needs. Or her. We don't know. I know. But there are other things that come out of a, the top of somebody's cup. Mm -hmm. Those are the destructive behaviors and characteristics that are a result of uncomforted Mm -hmm. hurts and therefore being alone. And we've talked about, again, revisit the cup. But you think about it. Somebody who is what comes out of the top of their cup is depression. Mm -hmm. They're sad a lot. They don't engage much, Sleeping too much. At worst, they're getting, come on, hang out with us. Come on, hang out with us from the people in their life. You always tell us, no, I'm just too tired. I'm just whatever. Nobody goes, what a jerk. I mean, maybe because they cancel. The person that is even an alcoholic, that's that's how their cup, their hurts, have manifest themselves. Well, addiction is a disease. Oh, that's too bad. I hope they get help. We can have an intervention. You don't have an intervention for somebody being a jerk. You're just a jerk. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Some people, will comes out of the top of their cup. Exercise, obsessive compulsive behaviors. Well, they're Mm -hmm. always on the go, that one. Oh, look at them. They're running a Fortune 500 company. There's valor. There's something. You either get pity or admiration even Mm -hmm. or ignored. Right. But yet, if what comes out is terrible social interaction, Mm -hmm. you're just a jerk. Mm -hmm. And so why do we give other people the grace and the mercy of, oh, that's what they're dealing with or that's who they are. But yet, in reality, there's as much of a, a victim of their hurts as anybody else. Why do we do that? Well, isn't, yeah, and isn't that a shame? Well, I, I think hmm.
0: I think in some ways we, as humans, need hierarchies of good and bad. Like, what as Christians, we're like, okay, murder is pretty bad. Ah, a little white lie. But it's all a sin. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so I think that the people that... Might be, okay, you're, you're, you're really hurt, but you're into athletics. That's inspirational to me. I can, I can find some kind of attraction to that. I can find some kind of, um, meaning or even identity with that. Whereas if it's just a person that's a, like you said, a bitch or, or just a jerk. There's no redeeming quality that we can find. They may these two different people might have the same kind of story. They might have the same kind of hurts, but one we're like they're almost the vessel that we're choosing to to draw from because we find something maybe in our own hurts that attracts us to that where we don't find that in that other person. So again, I think it's like an organ. It could be an organizational thing that we do to help us find meaning in one versus the other.
1: Well, and you said the hierarchy, mm-hmm. you know, and it's okay. It's, it's both hierarchy and anti-lowerarchy, sure. if I may. Right, Because right, right. is there some redeeming quality mm-hmm. in this characteristic? Okay, I'll attribute that. Right. You know, but at least it doesn't hurt me. Right. Whereas the person who has the abrasive always needs right. respect, always needs mm-hmm. attention, always needs you know, to be reminded and comforted and whatever it is, the characteristic that we talked about mm. last week, mm. it affects us much more. Personally. And in so many ways, what we're talking about is like a almost like a Rorschach, you know,
0: like one of those like tests where whatever you whoever everybody's going to look at, it, it's going to see something different. And, and and it reflects on who we are. It can. It, 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 can. it can reflect on who we are. But there are who those people
1: are. where like, everybody comes up to you and says, what's up with that guy? <laughs> Every,
0: like, everybody says the exact agreeable. same thing. Right, right. right. But,
1: then, but that's a good point, Brian, because there's other people that you're like, that's a good guy. And they're like, can't stand My him. My God. Because their story mm-hmm. reminds them just of their father. Mm-hmm. Reminds them of their right. uncle. This guy of. gave me a candle. Oh, this guy gave me a candle. I love Yay! candles. Right, exactly. Right. So- the go ahead,
2: Eric. Oh, that, that's an interesting point of like pointing out like if there's something that really annoys you about somebody else, maybe think about the other people in your life that you grew up with and what characteristics remind you of that person. Like that's, or even things
0: within your own self that you don't like. Sure. Like especially if you're if if you're a person that goes to self loathing. Wow, that person's a jerk. They really remind me of who I am of and me. what
2: I hate right. about and that myself. Ain't in front of their brain. Yeah. No, that's no, that happens to me. I feel like that happens to me all the time. But there is like the also of what we we're just talking about the other people in your life that you've experienced some things with that are hurtful and or just
1: annoy you and make you frustrated. Yeah, and, that's and to a degree that's what we we visited last week, which is knowing your own story. Mm-hmm. Right. Too many people don't know their own story. And they don't know what needs they have. They just know that something feels icky Mm -hmm. or that 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 makes me angry, you know, specifically. But they don't realize it's always something like Mm -hmm. that. So, Eric, great point. You do need to look at your own story first. But then the next point is, you know, I I say this so much in the last, gosh, feels like six months. that when something bad happens to people, they always say, why, God, why? Mm -hmm. But they never wait for an answer. And I think very often God wants to give us an answer. Well, the same thing. Why are they the way they are? How deep did you look? Mm-hmm. Because there's a reason. See, my, my question to the people at the Center for Relational Care was, sometimes is there no reason they're just bad people? And they're, they're like, right. no, you're a bad person. And I'm like, good point. Good point. <laughs> there's a reason. And so when I asked everybody today, do you know of anybody that you don't like, but once you learn their story, you do like? No. Right. I don't know anybody like that. Well, why? Well, one, who wants to spend more time with them?
0: No, You don't want to spend more
1: time with somebody that bothers you. Mm -hmm. Right. right. So you just cut them off.
0: Mm -hmm. And that's Mm -hmm.
1: what this world is doing right now. Yeah. It's just you get rid of people. Oh, they're toxic. They're toxic. No, they're hurting. Now, I'm not saying that if you're not in a good place, you stay in an abusive relationship. Definitely not. Right. But if you're okay and it's not an abusive situation, maybe you're the one. Maybe you're the first person that's That's going to hear their whole story and help them identify their own story. Mm -hmm. And I'm not talking this happens over breakfast once. Right. But no matter why, no matter who, no matter what, they have a story. Yeah. And that is why these negative characteristics have manifest themselves. Mm. And if you hear that story, you might just maybe perhaps there's a chance You might be able to tolerate the behavior. Mm -hmm. Right. Does it excuse the
0: behavior? Right. No. And I think to that point, there are times where, you know, you, you could be in a crowd and you start talking to somebody and you're just like, like at a bar or something, whatever, like a social setting. You just know like I I have nothing else to say to this person it's better if I if I move on but then there's times where organizationally you're at work or you're in a social group or whatever it might you're be you're in a work
1: team an athletic team you
0: have to follow that through and and what do you mean by that there, there's you're working with this person okay, right. this person you're or these to people interact and, with man i don't like that person and and a lot of times like that's where the conflict at work comes from or that's where the conflict of Church group, what? Like even a church, like how how many churches get screwed up by people that just can't stand each other? Yeah. But yet you're all going to the same church. So my point is, what to your point, there are times where you're in situations where you have to be in it for the long term, and rather than like just focus on I just effing hate this person, and when they talk, I just don't want to do it. Maybe for the for the bigger picture, the more that you. Man, like this person gets on my nerves. Hey, how are you doing today? The, you, you know what I mean? Like you can start to cobble away or you can start to understand their story a little bit more as long as you're willing to kind of have that long game, you know? And that's something, something that for me is, it's almost a puzzle for me. Like it's almost interesting to me, especially now that we have been talking about this for three, three, almost three years where we're in those settings are like, I can't run away from this. I got to deal with these people. I got to be in this situation. So now let me almost make it a a discovery of how can I find those little bits and pieces in, you know, like not like like you're not going to sit there and get super deep. But like in this one little interaction, what can I glean from that interaction where I can say, okay. All right. Let me have a like little bit keep more
1: using this one phrase. And you're like, what does it sound like? It sounds right. like respect. Is it respect? I think exactly. it's and, <laughs> and so <laughs> how, can, how can I
0: in that be a little bit more of a light? How can I in yeah. that be a little bit more tolerant and, and understanding and join you even when I don't really want to join you because you're really abrasive?
1: Mm. Oh, because the worst part is when they feel good about that.
0: So, like, they making want to you hang out feel with like you
1: more often. No, yeah. oh, yeah. <laughs> well, like, all <laughs> well, of, of a sudden, do this do person's drawn time. to me. Like, yeah. what the heck did I do? Like, <laughs> my
0: bad. <laughs> but, but that, but that's the progress that we sometimes don't want to have, but is real and good. And that's what's kind of dangerous about this whole thing that we're talking about is that sometimes people will start opening up to you, and you're like, oh man, what can of worms did I open? Mm. You know,
1: right? Yeah. Number one, I mean, and the, to summarize that. Yeah, it is what is best for those people that, that they're hurting. And that is manifesting itself instead of in depression, instead of in overeating, instead of in um, bad sleep patterns or addictions, it's just being a jerk and being, having personality traits that we don't like. Well, on the one hand, is it art? you know, maybe you're the kind of person that's like, look, it's not my job to save everybody. Mm-hmm. So like you said, I might be able to help them. Well, you know. But the overall point you made is the second one, which is, it's going to make you better. It's going to help you mm-hmm. get through the next time you talk mm-hmm. to them. Yeah. You've got to be comforted. you got to have that best friend, wife, spouse, somebody that you can go to and be like, did you hear what they said? Did you hear what they said? Right. And, and, and we have say,
0: that. And at least there's a fighting chance for us. You know what I mean? Like with them, and the people yeah. the there's nobody.
1: Right. In general. Right. No. Right. But if you hear their story, mm-hmm. so you got to get the comfort mm-hmm. for sure. I'm not discounting comfort. Right. But back to our boy, uh, Joseph Jason, who loves to talk about perspective. Mm-hmm. When you hear their story, all right, now it ain't going to hurt as much because I understand where they're coming from. Right. And I'm going to have a heart for them. Right. So it's still better for me. It might help them. In some cases, it it, it, it won't. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> their hurts are sure. so deep. There's sure. so much work that needs to go into it. They're not cognizant of it. Nothing. Right. But it'll help you tolerate that. The next time you get with them Mm -hmm. and you'll understand a little bit more. And then the hidden benefit is as you learn people's stories and you can say, oh, that's where that came from. There's two hidden benefits. The first one is sort of the obvious one, which is you meet their needs before they display that ugliness before those characteristics come out where they're always trying to grab attention. You give them attention before they have to show you how much they know you point out what an expert they are in something. You meet their needs before they yeah. take those needs from you, which will satiate them and make them more tolerable to you. Mm-hmm. So that is sort of the answer find out the story and then meet the needs before they impact you negatively. Mm-hmm. Now you say, well, I don't want to. Oh, well, don't <laughs> <laughs> find somebody else. But like right. Brian said, Hey, if it's your next door neighbor, if it's your boss, if it's mm-hmm. someone yeah. you got to deal with all the time, you get yeah, right. to, to just always let it you know, build up, build up, build up. And then you scream and yell and then it just gets, you know. So that's the way to handle it. Find out their story, have your heart break a little bit for them, and then meet those needs before they're taken. But here's the the more hidden benefit is when you hear somebody's story and you're able to connect the dots, like you said, put the, the plug and play of the puzzle and you put it together. The next time somebody bothers you, instead of just taking it personally, Which you should still do if it was, you know, against you. Right. You're going to go, I wonder what their story is. Mm -hmm. And then what you start to do, what you never do, is give people the benefit of the doubt. Mm -hmm. I'm sure they didn't intend Mm -hmm. to be that much of a maniacal sociopath. Right. And just that little bit of grace, that little little
0: tiny bit opens so much it opens so much
1: and i've i mean and i've been teaching this stuff i learned this stuff in 2012 whatever it was i don't know what it was 10 2010 i don't know and i've been teaching it for years but i've only really i don't know if it's enough people that have heard their stories but I, more and more when i see somebody i'm like ah, i got it i got it i think i know what it is mm-hmm. and it really because I, I mean I, I hear a lot of stories right and I get to be able to to get through and I'm giving more and more people grace. It pisses people off <laughs> who are just angry. I have to make sure that I let them get that out. Mm-hmm. You know, when they're when they have somebody else cuz I don't want to just lead with. Well, you know, they have a story too right, cuz right. that's not comforting the right. person who's right. upset. And sometimes people just want me to be mad. Yeah. Mm. I,
0: I, feel, I honestly, I feel like for me in all of this learning of this, the and everything we've gone through all, over the past almost 3 years There's almost a parallel between like, now I know, like for me, respect, right? We've talked about it all the time. So I I understand like, wow, you're disrespecting me. Like I understand that more than I ever did. But at the same time in that, I'm like, all right, I got to give them that amount of grace to equal my disrespect. You know what I mean? Like it's almost like a, because I know that that's affecting me, I'm going to go the other way and give you more room to do that. So that I can join you, whereas before
1: the slightest disrespect, that would have been, you know, you know what I mean. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. What well, tells me that you're understanding yourself? Therefore, you're able to understand somebody else better.
0: Sure, and right. that's and 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 that really is the beginning in or the foundation, in a lot of ways, for a much more of a longer term, um, healthy relationship wow. or whatever you know, emotional survival. Right. For but it was it's it's just been interesting to me to see like how. The more I recognize one thing, the more I'm able to give, and the more you're able to have that space to, to work things out. Absolutely.
1: Or you just cut people out of your life. Yeah, just Cuts cut them life Goodbye. out. Goodbye. But when you do that, you get bitter. And we don't want you to be bitter. Nope. We want you to be loving and not be so alone. And that is where we want to leave it tonight, and uh,
2: we'd love for you to come back next week. That's it for episode 126. Please make sure to give us a like or follow on social media and visit us at lunchtimeinroom.com. While there, take our relational needs questionnaire. Thanks for joining us at the table for Lunchtime in Rome. We will see you next week. Thursday next week.
1: Apparently Thursday. 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 Bye. Ah, who am I to be playing with Philo Brathwaite? I get a phone call this afternoon from Jan. Jan, Jan, Jan. Wednesday night I came out
0: and there's a giant ding Golden Good. Remember how I, I've talked about blowing he's bumping your head. Keep going. Yes. Yes, yes. Yeah. that's mine.
1: My-